The Forgotten Secret Language of Gay Men by Ella Morton from Atlas Obscura. I'm Mike Delgadio. These days, very few people know what it means to vada a chicken's dolly eek. Vada, look at, dolly eek, a pretty face, and chicken, a young guy, are all words from the lexicon of polari, a secret language used by gay men in Britain at a time when homosexuality was illegal. Following a rapid decline in the 1970s, Polari has all but disappeared. But recently, it's been popping up again, even appearing in the lyrics of a song on David Bowie's final album. Polari is a language of, in linguistic professor Paul Baker's words, fast put-downs, ironic self-parody, and theatrical exaggeration. Its vocabulary is derived from a mishmash of Italian, Romani, Yiddish, Cockney rhyming slang, back slang, as in ria to mean hair, and cant, a language used by 18th-century traveling performers, criminals, and carnival workers. Many of the words are sexual, anatomical, or euphemisms for police. Historically, people who spoke Polari were generally the oppressed, the bottom of the rung, says Jez Dolan, a Manchester artist whose work focuses on queer culture. Polari is very much a working-class thing. During the 19th and 20th centuries, the language was used by merchant seafarers and people who frequented the pubs around London's docks. In the 1930s, it was spoken among theater types of the West End, from which it crossed over to the city's gay pubs, gaining its status as the secret language of gay men. In England, homosexuality was officially considered a crime until 1967, when the Sexual Offenses Act legalized private homosexual acts between consenting adults over 21. Private was interpreted very strictly by the courts. Hotel rooms, for example, did not qualify. The act came a decade after the government's Wolfenden Report, which ignited debate by recommending the partial decriminalization of homosexual acts. During these interim years, when being openly non-straight brought the risks of social isolation and criminal prosecution, Polari provided gay men with a subtle way to find one another for companionship and sex. Says Dolan, if you fancied somebody, you'd drop a few words in, see if they picked it up, and go from there. The code words of Polari, indecipherable to outsiders, made the solicitation process safer, allowing men to approach potential partners without having to reveal their own sexuality. Among confirmed gay men, however, there was nothing subtle about Polari conversations. The language was used to recount stories of trade, sex, and cottaging, looking for sex in public bathrooms, and wigs and makeup and who was wearing what and who did what to whom, says Dolan. It was a way of showing off and bitching and all that kind of stuff. In Hello, Sailor, The Hidden History of Gay Life at Sea, Paul Baker and Joe Stanley write that Polari played a role in allowing gay men to construct a humorously performative identity for themselves. This performative identity was heavy on camp. The word camp itself comes from Polari. Here lays its great virtue and its great problem. In the late 1960s, as gay liberation groups were fighting for recognition and equality, Polari hit mainstream British pop culture in the form of Julian and Sandy, two flamboyant, not officially, but pretty obviously gay characters on a BBC radio show called Round the Horn. Julian once delivered a rousing speech, culminating in the words, Let us put our best lally forward and with our eeks shining with hope, troll together towards the fantabulosa futurette. Round the Horn was enormously popular. Every Sunday at 2.30 p.m., around 9 million Britons turned in to hear the latest exploits of the unflappable Kenneth Horne and the madcap personages that whirled around him. And Julian and Sandy were the most madcap of them all. 
Portrayed as two out-of-work actors launching a series of doomed business ventures, Julian and Sandy had effeminate voices, spoke in Polari, and threw in frequent sexual innuendo. If they appeared on TV in 2016, they would be instantly denounced as offensive stereotypes. But in the 60s, they were the extent of gay men's media representation in Britain. Julian and Sandy presented a conundrum. As lovable gay characters on a very popular show, they endeared themselves to British audiences in an era of homophobia. But some gay liberation groups came to resent the image that they and Polari perpetuated. By the early 70s, as LGBT groups fought for rights beyond those granted by the 1967 Sexual Offenses Act, the image of the camp gay man had become the target of ire. Many who were lobbying for sexual equality, says Dolan, felt it was about gay people presenting themselves as just ordinary folks. As a result, anything that smacked of camp had to be thrown out the window, including Polari.